This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap, episode 116. This is Rajeshi Sen. And this is Abhinandan Sekri. We're back with a pretty kick-ass lineup of variety of pop culture things we did this week. <laughs> there is cinema, there is uh, online series, there is uh, stand-up comedy, and there's even a book. Rajeshi read a book. Who'd have thunk yeah, it? Yeah, and stand-up comedy in person and stand-up comedy on online. Online. And we also have a raging controversy involving Salman Khan which we will discuss because we are experts on Salman Khan. Also because it's very serious so we should discuss it. And we are serious people but let's start with comedy Rajshri Sen and this is Aziz Ansari's comedy. Yes so Aziz Ansari is on his tour Road to Nowhere which I think started in April in uh, the States and then he went to London and now he's come to India and he is this is sort of his comeback after he was pilloried thanks to that uh, a letter, an open letter written on babe.net by this woman who had a bad date with him which she claimed was harassment and uh, his show was so it was clearly don't agree because it was a bad date Hmm. it It wasn't wasn't me yeah Hmm. to me to me it wasn't uh, me did we discuss that on awful awesome I think the Panjana and I had because it happened last year Mm -hmm. at some point so we had discussed it I, I think so anyway it's a what what was it a one hour long show that I we think saw? it was totally an hour and a half it was in Delhi at this Jawaharlal Nehru Stadium in the Baharwala AC Hall yeah it was yeah an hour and a half I think and uh, so a few things one is that uh, the audience who comes to watch uh, Aziz Ansari I have never seen any of these people before it was a massive audience they are a very young audience as yeah, opposed I mean, to I mean the likelihood of you not having seen any of these people before is fairly high because <laughs> Delhi has a population of about no. close to 2 crores and the capacity of that hall is about a thousand so it would be No fairly... when you go to Essie Tessie and all you don't meet people I know I don't meet people I know some people may walk oh. up to me and say aren't you Abhinandan Sekri I say oh I'm that celebrity do you want I to grab this and fuck off uncle no No. what happens is it yeah the the average age of the Aziz Ansari show as we observed was the millennials they are very young yeah I think we were among the we are the oldest in that show also Sorry, you go ahead before I give you no, my No, so uh, the opening act of his show was by this man called uh, Hannibal Burris. I like the fact that he was named Hannibal itself. It's quite cool. Who was funny-ish. I thought there was something odd about the way he used to... He wouldn't look at the audience. Did you notice that? Once in a while, he'd look at the audience. Otherwise, he'd look off in the distance to the side of the stage. But he was he was funny, but it was a lot of potty humor. And literally. Yeah. It was literally potty humor. But Aziz Ansari himself... So I used... I really liked Master of None. I did find the first season better than the next one. But I felt that he got... It's not ha-ha, laugh-out-loud uh, jokes every second, which is which would also be odd. And it's not that political, is his humor. But his references, there was a lot of focus on R. Kelly and sexual deviants, basically, who hmm. are famous people. 
which I felt was interesting as a choice of, as a content choice, going by the fact that he there himself was, this, was yeah. accused and much controversy. But he addresses that in the end. And I thought he addressed that very well, yeah. the accusation at him. But not as a joke, but as this, his show doesn't end on a laugh. Should we be giving all this away? I yeah, yeah, because if you haven't seen it, he's not going to perform again. In huh? Delhi, that's true. So, uh, and, and he ends on a note of thanksgiving, thankfulness that we went through a, you know, we all are shitty people at some level, we do horrible things, but life gives you a second chance and we should all be grateful about that. The opening act, I thought was terrible. It was so bad. I sometimes think that our podcast may be funnier. So our podcast bad. is funnier because it's intellectual also. Yeah, of course. With the bong, <laughs> how can it not be? <laughs> Which I shall come to. Huh. Your, your bongness. We have got some commentary on that in our letters from Those our subscribers. Those are the people who you pay to, to, write, to write. And you also write on the side, I know. They, they are paying us. They're subscribers. I'm not paying them. You write those letters I'm yourself. Pretending, yeah. Okay. You create an email so ID. So I and thought his humor was so bad. There was nothing funny. The one th observation of his that I thought was very interesting was that Delhi on Sunday at four in the afternoon is about between 38 to 42 degrees. Yeah, if not warmer. Yeah, and he is. comes on stage and says, I think he ended and he was kind of making an excuse of why no one laughed at his jokes. Hmm. That he says, you guys seriously do stand-up comedy at four in the afternoon and you should be always asleep. Like, who does stand-up comedy when it's 42 degrees out there. Yeah. So when Aziz comes out, please bring your 9 p.m. personas. You know, pretend it's 9 p.m. Because then yeah. you're high energy, you're doing something. I get that. But Aziz's show, I, A, I think 4,000 fucking rupees for that shit. There were cheaper tickets also. 1,700 you could buy. Even then. I think I'm blown away that people thank you Rajshri Sen for buying the ticket I, for those of you Rajshri Sen bought the ticket because <laughs> so I was like first of all anyone who buys face 4000 for that either the ticket has been bought by someone else like for me or they have a lot of money so all those people the second thing I noticed was I'll get to Aziz later huh? all the people who come to watch I think unko ye misconception tha that we've come to watch them. Yeah. Matlab, aap stand-up comedy dekhne hai ho. Main to chappal pehni thi, jeans aur tene phati yeah. shirt pehni thi. Jo, jo maine badli bhi nahi. Ab wahan mein gaya, mujhe kya pata tha ki fashion show ho raha hai yeah, What are these kids wearing? They all millet, they're wearing all these guppi and gucci or something. Or just think, forget what they were wearing. I cannot imagine asking my parents at the age of 20. So I'll bring down the amount. If it's 4,000 rupees now, it would have been 2,000 when we were kids. That you give me 2,000 bucks to buy a ticket to watch a two-hour show. My parents would have told me, why don't you shut up and go to your room and lock the door from inside because we come in and give you a slap for asking this question. That people's parents give them, there's so much disposable. Okay, I won't judge them. If you have, you do what you want with that. What All I'm rubbish. saying is that uh, children, when we go to watch a show, <laughs> we've come to watch the show, not to watch you. A. B, I thought... His show was, I thought it was just lazy. I mean, I don't know if that's his style of doing it. I felt that he was just kind of, but there Aha. were two moments of brilliance. I thought when he married the Osama bin Laden and the Michael Jackson joke, yeah. uh, that was brilliant. So I think it was a bit like Anurag Kashyap, although makes very good films, hmm. every now and then he makes a really shitty film. But have a moment of brilliance. So for me, this show was a, pretty ordinary show which I don't think was at all great it was an average Indian stand-up act with two moments of spectacular brilliance so that's all I have to say about it but I so I felt his delivery style is very good 
it's very relaxed it's very confident yeah but i think that's an american thing i think indians tend to talk too much and they seem to be very wound up when they are even delivering for comedy yeah it's too rehearsed it's i mean although that's not true for all americans i think hasan minaj is very contrived yeah. it's not like a casual delivery <laughs> yeah this guy's delivery what's his name aziz aziz was a very ki ha bhai chalo baat cheet kare like varun grover has a very chill yeah, out delivery yeah he is very relaxed yeah. even kunal kamra i find quite relax the way he hmm. does his performances so in case he's performing you know uh, in your city and uh, you have a friend like rajshri or parents like mukesh ambani <laughs> go for the show otherwise just fucking wait for netflix and spend 4000 bucks to watch five movies instead and six. they were very serious about this thing i haven't seen in any other performance the amount of those postcards that were on every seat saying they'll eject us from the auditorium yeah, if you, even if you check the time on your phone of course i you know the the people who came for this show yeah. were millennials young yeah. but like gen x from my youth delhi mm-hmm. audience if they were there and if they looked at their phone and someone tried to eject them from the auditorium they would have hit someone i think aziz ansari would have got an idea of what it's like to perform in delhi and if you think and throw anyone out of the auditorium don't we should not talk about this we will speak about more genteel things like hasan minaj's yes so show. hasan minaj's show rajshri sen i'll let you take over but first i have one thing to say about hasan minaj's show ha huh? he did this interview with ellen degeneres heranam Yeah, did he do an interview with? Ha, huh, when he was on her show and he spent about 2 or 3 minutes talking about how his name is Hasan. It's not Hasan, Hasan. It's not so difficult to pronounce and he goes on and on about pronouncing his name correctly. And Mia, jab tum apne show mein Vinay ka naam Vinay. I didn't know what the fuck he was saying. You're you know, very these, critical of Hasan critical. Minaj. I've noticed this I'm last time also. I'm very critical of Hasan Minaj. I just think hey, he's too contrived and the thing is that people who make a big deal of not being able to pronounce your name correctly fucking get over it man it's not a big deal no one can fucking pronounce my na- name correctly i say like, obinondon like correctly like box obinondon have you ever seen me punch one in the nose have i mean yeah, i'm sure how like, will they see because they can't see you, what you do obinondon obinondon rasgullai muh mein rakh ke sab kuch you pronounce my name rajwardhan rathore bolchal see you can't pronounce any you know fool yogulki <laughs> ंगली <laughs> <laughs> All the bongs was in one of the ICC World Cup is starting in a few days so hmm. they've timed it very well because he had an episode on corruption in cricket the reason i watched it is because i saw the trailer which was of him interviewing lalit modi which is brilliant because you should watch this episode just for the bit where he's talking to lalit modi because you realize how removed these people all these fraudsters all the people who fled india including vijay malya hmm. where their opinion of themselves has not been colored by the cases against them so lalit modi with i know you shouldn't make fun of people's speech disabilities that but that lisp is so bloody distracting when he's saying you can't find zilch on me you can't find zilch on me and he says it like five times 
it's hilarious that this man really thinks he's too cool for school. I think he is too cool for school and here's the thing. Uh-huh. I don't think like Hasan Minhaj is doing a bit of an I agree kind of thing where he's taking the piss of the interview without yeah. the interview. But Lalit Mani knows he's being taken the piss out of. But it's it's like a vicious circle of being taken the piss out of. Lalit Mani is taking the piss out of Hasan Minhaj because Lalit Mani knows he doesn't give a shit what Americans think of, think of him. Huh. He's looking at the Indians who are watching this. And for Indians who are watching this, if you think, if you say that I created the biggest thing, no matter how corrupt it is, but it's so huge. We Indians are impressed. Indians are impressed. So I think Hasan Minhaj for his audience is happy because they think he's taking the piss out of Lalit Modi. Indian audience are happy and impressed because Lalit Modi is taking the piss out of Hasan Minhaj. And is on Netflix. And is on Netflix. So it's a fascinating piece. And the one thing that my takeaway, again, I think Hasan Minhaj is... The format of this show, hmm. of him turning to one camera yeah, and turning yeah, the other camera. Yeah, too many cameras. I've never understood. Again, this. it's just too contrived. It, that that it doesn't work. The format. I think he has some great lines and he's he's confident. But I wish it wasn't so. Hi, I have high yeah, energy. He's very, See, I'm yeah. so energetic. Fucking kill. I don't I'm, know whether he is like. I wonder whether he. I, he's I don't like think a that. normal person would be like that unless you're on cocaine. <laughs> so. Uh, Which it seems Lalit Modi was Lalit going Modi to buy. Was. And. Like he clarified, I was not going to sell it. I was going to buy it. And then they caught me before. So we couldn't even buy the cocaine. I just, I want to invite Lalit Modi to a party in my house just to hear him regale us with these stories. I think it'd be the life of any party. He'd see so much fun. But the only reason I really like this episode is for the content. It gives you so much about cricket being a shitty sport. So it's... (laughs) It's so it's my go-to thing. So next time anyone mails us and says cricket is actually a very good sport, and all it's a shit sport. <laughs> and the only reason India is so good at it is because you don't let anyone in the world play it. The day eight European countries and North America starts playing it, we will be in the bottom ten. So that's why you don't want anyone to play it. That is the fact. European that is, countries play. Yeah, one or two. France doesn't play it. Italy doesn't play it. Spain doesn't play it. No. I mean, England plays it and the laziest of the lot. And England, the last time they did anything in football also was Bobby Carlson, bring it home, bring it home. Kepler Wessel is from Germany? Kepler Wessels, I don't know. You don't know who Kepler Wessel is? No. He used to wear these really, oh, because I'm saying Wessel incorrectly. Don't make fun. Tell me what's the, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, that I don't very know he's hot Germany, guy though, with those I don't little know if he's shorts. From Germany. Why? No, I suddenly thought of him. I was wondering whether he's from England or not. Like out of the blue, you just thought of Kepler Wessels. Because you said that England Britishers are lazy. So then I thought of Kepler Wessels. Oh, he was Wessels. Hot. Australian. Oh, South African, Australian cricket or whatever that means. Okay, I don't know anything. I don't know much about cricket, so don't ask me these questions. (laughs) Hmm. Anyway, so that's my rant on this. But I think you should watch the episode to learn about ICC and BC. So I like the way they break down a topic and explain it. Yeah, which John uh, Olive also does very well. But uh, I just want to make one exception. I really like MS Dhoni. So uh, he's an exception. Uh, You don't like Saurav? Dude. Like okay. seriously. He was one of the greatest captains we've had. Okay, let's move on <laughs> from comedy <laughs> to, and I'm talking about Saurav here. Let's move on to an email. A yes, couple sir. of emails. Two very presumptuous non-subscribers have also written emails. <laughs> thinking I'll read them. And but I'll you t- will, no? Okay, I'll be nice. But non-subscribers, you guys really should subscribe before you send an email. If you had so much time and your fingers had the energy to type out like 300 words, they surely had the energy to type out 16 digits on a credit card like drop window. 
So this is from subscriber Yash. Hey Yash, thanks for subscription. Hi team, I really enjoyed your Game of Thrones special. I'm one of those who ends up consuming all available GOT content, reviews, video essays, books, and of course TV show, and still felt engaged throughout the episode. So well done there. It also helps having Abhinandan to be pretty clueless about the show because he then brings the non-viewer, <laughs> non-fan perspective, which I feel is important when That's doing correct. a critical take on something. I think the idea of having the younger staff be involved in the show is interesting and deserves a few tries. I'm not a fan of having two shows. There is enough content out there to consume as it is. But I would be keen of having a bigger cast of people on the regular. Awful and awesome. Abhinandan Rajshri are amazing hosts, but, but they rarely fanboy about anything other than Vikrant Massey, Monsoon Wedding or Highway on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> This is correct. But the point of a critic is not to fanboy over something. Unless you've been a part of it. Yeah. But you want a... to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. In Vikrantasi's case. case. This becomes an issue when reviewing something long-running like GOT or Marvel movies. Having people like Meghnath, Gaurav and Anish, who are much more attached to the content, attached. would bring value. Uh-huh. And a good mix of people makes the show richer. Okay? Okay. <laughs> and then he's saying, plus I'm hoping it will save me from rolling my eyes when you can't think of examples for movies featuring Helena Bonham Carter. Bonham. Also, I really enjoy it when Abhinandan brings up anecdotes from then 90s and early 2000s. Maybe there should be a flashback feature in every episode where you review one older item of pop culture content that us millennials may have enjoyed but were too young to appreciate. I don't think I'm elucidating the point very well. Maybe I'll frame the idea better and send it in the future. And then he's saying how parallels could be drawn. Cheers to the great work and congratulations on your ranking. Thanks, Yash. Thank you. And this is a very small one. Hi, Rajshree. Please don't call the Big Bang Theory an intelligent sitcom. It is the least funny show I have ever tried watching. I find the acting cheesy, the laugh track annoying, and have zero emotional attachment to the characters. They have some scientists writing for the show to give it a scientific tinge, but the jokes are kind of stupid. A smart show would be 30 Rock. The writing on the show was so clever that even after rewatching it for the third time, I keep discovering new jokes. There are many amazing quotes in this show that you want to write them all down and use them in your parlance. The only quote come out of Big Bang Theory is Bazinga! How clever. Sorry for the rant. <laughs> and then there is one more, um, again on the same thing, which I can come to later, but that is also about how this is not at all funny, Big Bang Theory, and how can you call it an intelligent show? I just like to point out that She's a bong. So I know what intelligence is. Yeah, right. That's basically the point. Yeah, you and Shobha Day. Did you read her piece? She's not bong. Then? She's Maharashtran. Why is she day? She married a bong now. Oh. So bye. So but wo osmosis ho gaya. As Lali to say, osmosis. Zil choga, zil choga. He's very cute. Zil choga. Absolutely. Now to move on to a really good trailer, I have to say. I'm Rick Dalton. It's my pleasure, Mr. Schwartz. Call me Marvin. Put it there. That your son? No, it's my stunt double, Cliff Booth. Last night, we watched a Rick Dalton double feature. <laughs> All the shooting. <laughs> I love that stuff, you know, the killing. A lot of killing. In this town, I can all change like that. You're Rick fucking Dalton. Don't you forget it. Uh, Tarantino's new film is out and it's been released abroad. And it has got five stars by everyone. Mm. And it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It stars, it's got a great cast because it's, uh, it's set in 1969. Mm. And it stars Leonardo DiCaprio as an actor. 
and his stunt double is played by Brad Pitt and uh, they are best friends also and because they which is uh, it's sort of a doffing of the hat to early hollywood films because a lot of the main actors and many of the actresses who used to do action films used to have just the one stunt double so when Harrison Ford's stunt double died he was like he had given a very heartfelt tribute and all because these are people who've acted in all their films with them mm. like and the rock his video went viral when he gifted a truck to his stunt double Do you know who's the rock i'm so impressed that you have this Dwayne Johnson's name is rock that i know I'm who's just... the undertaker the, you, you know you tell us about the rest of the show <laughs> hmm. so it's about the fact that uh, this guy what's his name leonardo dicaprio uh, rick dalton his career as a film star is coming to an end and he has an agent played by al pacino who tells him to start acting in spaghetti westerns all that so you see hollywood this way and how he's trying to figure out what to do with his career why are spaghetti westerns called spaghetti westerns because when they eat spaghetti on the set no <laughs> it's correct no <laughs> but it could be because they were made by italians are you sure yeah so that's why al pacino plays an italian yeah. agent over here cuz Now where the story becomes interesting is that it also stars basically Leonardo DiCaprio's house is next to the ranch where Charles Manson's family the family went to live and no 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 his house is next to Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate's house and they actually shoot part of the film on the real ranch so is this a true story so parts of it are true because like any uh, Quentin Tarantino film yeah. he basically takes a true incident like he does Salman Rushdie what Salman Rushdie does too yeah books. so it is about Sharon Tate's murder which i found fascinating not in a good way but i just find charles manson and this that he managed to get all these people together to carry out the most gruesome crimes and he had this like band of women who used to pretty much look the same who just did what he wanted them to do and the way they had killed Sharon Tate was so gruesome because okay, she was Okay the children watching this you don't have to tell us you But they find out when they watch this ma- huh? maybe the parents won't take the children to watch that show no? Why are children listening to us what do you mean w- w- This is a family show what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> But hard. it's I just feel this thing of taking this storyline and blending it with this other storyline of these two actors actor stunt double and how it all collides finally is just Kurt Russell is in the film also so they've got her and Dakota Fanning that very sweet looking mm. actress who used to be a child actress plays the main the person who kills Sharon Tate thanks for giving spoilers I away it's not a spoiler everyone knows what the story anyway, so is so I saw the trailer like all Quentin Tarantino films it's a spectacularly cut trailer yeah. I think I think if there is one man who has got filmmaking like he understands like the back of his hand at how to create something you know really magical and, and yeah. engaging and exciting it's Quentin Tarantino I think he is probably the finest filmmaker of his generation probably a couple up and down I haven't seen a Quentin Tarantino film I didn't like every single film i have liked no matter what critics said django unchanged the hateful eight that inglorious bastards oh, in I fact oh i loved inglorious bastards and, and some of his scenes are so beautifully shot like yeah. when in that red dress when she's shot it's just i think that guy's understanding of cinema is he, i i think he'll be studied right now people think he's a because you know he's alive and because he does some pretty shitty stuff 
but as far as cinema is concerned i think he'll be remembered as one of the geniuses so they say that on his sets it's the most chilled out set because he never screams or shouts and whenever he says why like we have to do another take and he says why and it sounds a little psychotic to me the entire crew says because we love cinema and then they do the next take and it's like everyone it's like uh, like you are a friend's house and everyone's chilled anyway, out his his uh, his take on gender has been criticized for good reason often which is fine but let's but move on to someone sorry kill bill wasn't uh, was quite the feminist he no, made no, kill bill but in his real life you know oh, that once that whole Umar, harvey weinstein yeah, happened yeah, yeah. all that like some of his so even this film got stalled for a while because harvey weinstein the weinstein company was supposed to be producing it and then when that whole thing happened with harvey weinstein then sony pictures finally mm. bought it mm. and that's why but it looks fabulous i'm just hoping that when it's released here they don't chop it up so much that there's nothing left of the film yeah So, which actually uh, reminds me of um, what we are going to talk about, which is "Mard ko dard nahi hota." Yes. Har mind blowing kahani ke piche na kuch bahut hi bore decisions hote hain. Wo jo kehte hain na, "Mard ko dard nahi hota." Isa kyu? Main samjha sakta hu. Three, two, one. The story starts now. सिनेमा It came for just one week. Shit, it really went that fast. It went. Maybe the timing was wrong no, because no, as a film, it was great. Four p.m. I remember we no. want. Oh, that way. Like saying. which time of the year? I mean, why did they? Why did it have a four p.m. show? Why didn't it have a normal show? I don't show? know why it had a four p.m. because we didn't go. That's why because it was a very weird show that it had. So I'll just tell you a little bit about the film before I tell you what I th- uh, think about it. It has been directed by Vasan Bala and produced by Ronnie Screwwala. लाला गोविंदा इट्स स्टारिंग अभिमन्यु दासानी हु आल हैव यू नो इज द सन ऑफ राजश्री सेन एंड हिमालय राजश्री सेन सॉरी व्हाट्स द नेम व्हाट्स द नेम भाग्यश्री व्हाट डू आई से चॉप कर इन माय एक्साइटमेंट ही इज योर मेड मी क्राई विद लाफ्टर इन माय इन माय एक्साइटमेंट टू शो ऑफ माय रिसर्च आई वाज लिसनिंग टू यू इन शॉक इन माय एक्साइटमेंट टू शो ऑफ माय रिसर्च आई गॉट इट रॉन्ग बिकॉज़ एक्चुअली आई वाज जस्ट टोल्ड दिस बिफोर दिस फिल्म दैट हू सन ही इज आई वाज शॉक्ड बिकॉज़ आई थिंक भाग्यश्री सेन एंड हिमालय भाग्यश्री सेन नहीं है यार such He is a great performer. Yeah, I think he was brilliant in this film. So Vasan Bala has also apparently written the film, and he is the writer of Raghav Romeo, and of uh, one more really good film, Raghav Romeo. You, no, Raghav, Rag, 
oh oh that other film not raghav romeo tell me with uh, nawazuddin where he plays a oh Ra- yeah the auto the raghav raman yeah raghav raman raman, raman raghav. raghav yeah and oh, he's so he's a screenplay writer and yeah. this is his first directorial and the people who are in the film abhimanyu dasani radhika madan who's also amazing she is such a great actor and when i read about her she made her debut in a saas bahu serial of ekta kapoor put thing she must have or wanted to shoot wanted herself wanted to give a karate it has kick. mahesh manjrekar who i think has pulled off the best performance of his life otherwise yeah. and there's gulshan devia who is also amazing as the karate guy he's he's appearing on hate story hunter and shaitan he's he's amazing in this film and so his yeah. father also acts really well i liked his father's character as well i thought there was a bit of overacting there are but he's from gujarati cinema so gujaratis tend to overact if you know what i mean <laughs> are you getting the drift of Please my don't what say about don't say about modiji okay. and amit okay. sha how do you know i was talking about them because i know okay. you're like so that so overacting was a bit there in the gujarati but it's it's a great plot it has a lot of the whole 80s pop culture thing and speaking yeah. of quentin tarantino it has a bit of guy ritchie and quentin tarantino's influence yeah. a lot of guy ritchie's like snatch that nar- that, that 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 narrator saying that voice over mm-hmm. uh, but i highly recommend this film i mean i'm i'm very i feel cheated i didn't watch it on screen i think abhimanyu what's his name abhimanyu dasani also feels cheated that this wasn't shown on many more screens than it was shown on which i feel is sad because it's better than most hindi films that we watch for sure watch. but i i can't think of i maybe there was some sharukh or salman khan at the time i can't think of why this would not be there in my halls speaking of action action director viru devgan has died yeah he was the biggest before it was called choreography yeah so i felt the action sequences in this film are fabulous really? absolutely it is as good as any international yeah film i've For seen sure. and this uh, chap acts very well hmm. and he gets the so you know that he knows that it's a bizarre plot i feel hmm. you can see it in his face when he is doing like because there's a lot of speaking to camera yeah, but it's so. consistent with his character because of his condition it's yeah. about a guy who feels no pain it's a disease and usually people who have this disease don't live very long because you don't realize when you've broken a bone you don't realize if you gouge your eye, eye out if you scratch yourself you scratch yourself too hard because you don't realize you've touched flesh so people who have this disease don't live very long uh, so the plot is this guy has been isolated because of this disease because his father doesn't want to lose him so that he can't hurt himself and no one can hurt him either and because of that he's socially awkward he doesn't know how to behave socially hmm. so i think it's consistent with his character his weird behavior Yeah but uh, so it's a excellent film I'd say definitely watch it I did feel though that it was a little too long Yeah you know I don't think it was so long as much as there were two particular sequences that went on too long hmm. One was when he's watching her fight those guys who are trying to yeah. and the second was the last scene I think it just went on a bit too long and it went into slightly bizarre zones And even her relationship her being the girl in the film her relationship with that guy she is that part of her life that made perfect sense to me i think she's a brilliant actress i mean um, i think uh-huh. radhika madan if any of you know radhika madan or manju dasani you must walk up to them give them a pat on the back i think they've done a phenomenal job as has vasan bala it's very sad that these three people did not get the kind of recognition that i think they deserved that salman khan and bharat will get though good for them but uh, one thing i do did, did want to say the music was amazing the way the music yeah. is used there was a bit of self indulgence some sequences were just unnecessarily long cuz the director fell in love with the concept of it i think 
the bits detailing of satire na of when there's action sequence at the security agency the guy will not give you a gun yeah you know like office bureaucracy or a little satirical take on the side it's not a part of the sub main plot it's not even a sub plot it's just happening in the background these you know gurus who tell you who say we will be re- having a leadership conference where yeah. you pay 3000 rupees and here be- things like leaders don't do different things they do things differently you know these kind of <laughs> like uh, leadership conferences that happened it t- takes a piece out of all yeah. of them brilliant i just loved it so watch it it's on netflix so now you can watch it at home although if any of you know the producer tell him to release it again i think uh, people may just watch it on the second run in the big big screen poor thing he much why didn't get a good distributor hmm. but speaking of another piece of uh, online work, content online content online which has got a lot of uh, publicity it's rene zellweger's new show called what if hmm. so i what slash if and uh, I watched it because one I had nothing better to do two because uh, I have never seen Renée Zellweger look so good and I didn't know that she's back to acting although then when I checked the last Bridget Jones film that that came out was in 2016 so it actually hasn't been that long hmm. but it just seems like I haven't seen her for ever but remember she got her whole face redone and people <gasps> oh, recognized her oh i wrote her. about it yeah yeah so over here her face is looking like her old face but she is so what if is made by the same people who've made oc and who made these all shows that you would never watch up and then oc and revenge hmm. so they are sort of like santa barbara but with a tighter script and fewer characters what people are doing like in santa barbara you used to watch santa barbara you look a little like cc capwell Okay, carry on. Did you watch Santa Barbara? I don't know. I'll check online and see if Bold you're insulting me. Bold and beautiful. And no. <laughs> CC Capwell. CC Capwell was the father. He was the billionaire. Okay, I'm not a billionaire. So Santa Barbara and Bold and Beautiful in the normal storyline, there used to be storylines of like there's an evil twin, then someone gets killed in a car crash, someone else gets shot, then they are having dinner. Like it's a lot of drama and intrigue. So this is a series then. This is a series, but it's a one season so series. So how, how many episodes is that? Ten. You watched all ten? No, okay. I watched six. because Not it became so bad i couldn't bring myself so you keep watching it thinking that why is this happening so she plays a venture capitalist mm-hmm. called ann montgomery and there is and she looks stunning but in a slightly harsh that she didn't even look stunning when she was young i don't I'm know how she's looking i'm telling you she's looking so good and, and what a body like she's really well worked out all that mm. but it's basically about this woman who is who has a startup which uh deals with medication which can help dying children like it's it's vague enough mm. but basically she has a life saving medicine and a uh, technique which she needs money to take it to more people and Renee Zellweger steps in to be the venture capitalist and how she starts controlling this woman's life and I this see. woman has a husband the husband okay so this I'll give away because this is honestly it's such a trash show it doesn't matter it starts Renee Zellweger says that I will give you the money if your husband sleeps with me spends a night with me So it's like indecent proposal in reverse. So they say that also. They say we feel like we are in a really shitty 
80s movie and well, Renee, it wasn't a shitty 80s movie no I so Renee it. Zellweger says that she said I don't know what you think but I frankly thought it was quite a good film mm. so there's that aside is there but it's a bizarre show because lots of things happen there's a doctor who kidnaps his lover and his lover's husband and the husband shoots the doctor dead and these are all subplots like Sunny Sunny it segues off but if you really have nothing to watch then watch this but at least watch the first episode just to see how this woman has transformed or just don't or which just is what don't. which is that what i'm answer. doing but i <laughs> renee zelweger's the only sh- film of her that i really liked was jerry maguire i thought she was really oh she was great in jerry maguire but other than that i don't think she's done any work of any consequence I'll read another couple of mails before we get back to at this time we talk about a book because Rajshri Sen wrote a, read a book <laughs> sorry wrote also she is writing a book I'm, by the way I'm acting in the film with Abhimanyu Dasani now I've written this book also So this one is from Sai who's not a subscriber but I'll happily read Sai's full email because Sai is not a subscriber because for some reason from Kuwait uh, Sai's credit card is not working hmm. so he says when he comes to India he'll become a subscriber Thank you Sai I really appreciate it because without you this show cannot carry on we don't take advertisements we depend on our listeners to contribute so go to newslaundry.com and click on subscription in the top right hand corner and subscribe and we can get you you know more shows and maybe spend some more time making this show better Sai says hmm a big fan of the podcast I really look forward to the new episode each week just want to share a few things with you but before that I begin by saying I'm not a subscriber yet but that is because I'm in Kuwait and having trouble with my cards I'll be in India soon and hope to subscribe. Firstly, I have a recommendation. A short film on cow vigilantism by Guardian would like to hear your thoughts. So he's given a link. Yeah. Uh Sai, I saw the film, uh, you know, stuff like this we talk about more on um Hafta, you know, which is political it? stuff. Yes, I did. I was uh, bogged down so, with Rene. But I do think that I mean, the Guardian I see what they they're doing. I think it's very well made, but I don't think it captures the full problem and that's I think also because for them we are an international story and you know knowing news the amount of time effort energy resources you spend mm. on an international story is not what you would spend on a desi story. Secondly I don't think it's a great idea to have viewers start reviewing. Honestly it is the vibe between the two of you which keeps the show going and I don't want every opinionated schmuck including someone like me you will see why in the next point just coming and spoiling the show. Well we're not going to make it like a viewers driven show but i think once in a while a viewer who has a lot more knowledge about a subject we'll we have can... a 10 point test and all i'll do first then only yeah and we'll unleash rajshri on that viewer yeah. it'll be fun <laughs> lastly i couldn't believe it when rajshri said that the big bang theory Very, is an intelligent yeah. and well scripted show i think it was a nostalgia speaking it was a decent show for maybe 3 seasons but has been going downhill from there as regards the humor forget being intelligent the show has been using mere toilet and sexual humor for a long time and then he says and then to say brooklyn 99 is not good was even more unbelievable i would request the two of you to go to reddit you'd be amazed by the online following that b99 has it is significant considering that nothing positive is ever said about anything on reddit <laughs> and contrast with what people feel about the big bang theory keep up the good work thanks aiganesh so i actually love brooklyn and i've reviewed it i've said after fraser and the mash and the wonder years it's probably the funniest show i've ever watched i hate brooklyn 99 तुम्हें समझ नहीं आता ना यू वॉच वॉट इज नेम यू वॉच पॉसिबल पॉन्चोली यू टेल मी वॉट इज नेम इज अगेन साई साई वॉच वीप आई इवन प्रोनाउंसड इट करेक्टली दिस टाइम दैट इज रियली क्लेवर कॉमेडी 
now we have two things left lisa ray's book that she has written lisa ray the model that had completely knocked out a full generation that is my generation when i was in school i think yeah in the 1990s she did bombay dying i think uh, then i was in college if it was early 90s i was in school because i remember she did that towel at bombay dying towels ha that one only and at that time we were just used to seeing really thin models and then you know suddenly there was her <laughs> सेम uh this thing but because i don't look like lisa rie and my life is not as dramatic and the topic is not as dramatic it will not get this kind of publicity your book is about vyanjan na it's about vyanjan banane ke char tarike vyanjan isn't it about sweets sweets ke bare mein hai sweets of india samosa jhatpat samosa mehmano ke liye rajshree sen that's not what my book is about guys anyway so <laughs> lisa ray's book which has been uh, touted as the best thing since i don't know since uh, war and peace is uh, i sat and read it i have to say i did not read the entire book because it is very wordy it's and it's 381 pages and uh, we were supposed to interview her tomorrow and i'm not going to be able to interview her so my apologies to harper collins but they very sweetly had sent the book over so the book is about lisa ray now everybody knows because she's been very vocal about it and i think it's a good thing that she's been vocal about it that she had uh, myeloma as in skin cancer hmm. I think it's skin cancer it's cancer anyway and how she's recovered from it she's bounced back from it totally and she Manisha Koirala I think it's important that these celebrities talk about it because it people become slightly more aware if you're into celebrities what they say matters but her book is about her childhood her career about her uh, becoming a mother about her romances about uh, her cancer and to today now my only problem with it which i think is a big problem is that i don't think her life is that interesting so mm. for me to read about someone who has obviously come from a lot of privilege because uh, she's born of a half polish as in a polish woman and her father's bengali she does say that she's from a middle class like you know it was not a very lush life and all but then she also goes on to say that her parents sent her to just travel through london and croatia and or nowhere does she say at the age of like 18 Like that, nowhere does she talk about where did the money come. I think in Indian, most people who come from the top one percent call themselves middle class. I find it very fascinating. Everyone refers to themselves as middle class. So that's what. So I was reading this book, and I will. Certain things are there. It's well written, but I feel that that shows how low our standards, standards are. That just because her English is correct, I feel okay. It's very good. But Rashin, I believe there's a new book coming out that is going to fix that. 
and that book is called samosa banane ke teen najab tarike keep quiet let me tell you about this book you're going to get the standards back up no so i the interesting parts are that she talks about her she had uh, audition to be a bond girl bond really yeah How and do do she auditioned with uh, daniel craig and she does say she said i was focused so much on you know making a good impression and of being cool she said i don't think he wanted to talk beyond like he wanted to rehearse his lines and do the audition i wanted to chat with him and show him how like how international i was and she finally doesn't get the role but to be able to she has an objective view of certain things but then again i feel that she talks about because in all the reviews i had been seeing that uh, she talks about eating disorders and it's such a good thing but i she just says like oh i was this very confident teenager and i had this lovely family there was nothing wrong with her life basically but i had an eat and i was very nice looking but i had an eating disorder so i was anorexic and bulimic and she carries on being anorexic and bulimic for very long in her life but there's no addressing why are you but i mean that's because you are just obsessed being thin pop culture pop but culture but she says i was thin also so there are certain things which don't make sense to me in the book that's just to you maybe because you think that big bang theory is is an intelligent <laughs> comedy quiet. so uh, and there are certain sweeping statements which just get to me when people write things like that like vogue which is the bible of all teenagers she's not much older than me she's 5 years older than me she's I, my age then. she's no no you're not 5 years older than me you feel you are because you feel you're that much wiser but you're not Achha, she's 47 okay i thought you were about 8 9 years younger yeah, yeah i look like that yeah that's a different matter altogether but i would say if you like celebrities and if you like to know how celebrities think read the book i don't i find it very annoying when i'm reading someone's life where there's nothing of that much interest in their lives and it's a life of privilege she has come oh, from a certain or oh, you're really interesting see the thing is i think it's possible to make a really good story about something that's not dramatic if you can tell a story well i think like when i was listening to pankaj tripathi uh, talk about his life his mm. life was that of every rural you know village kid bathing with yeah. buffaloes in the pond huh. going to your government school but he has such an interesting way of telling it that you can listen to it so i think for your life to sound interesting it's not just it has to be interesting if it's not interesting you have to be a good storyteller and i don't mean like you know the gujarati storyteller that you make up shit i mean even the real yeah. stuff so yeah uh, but i'll just come with two more emails this one is also from a non subscriber mm, shocking uh, bharat i hoping you'll subscribe because you have done a little bit of a review on the whole pakistani thing that we spoke about last time on cake uh but do subscribe don't be a non subscriber because without subscribers news laundry will not survive so bharat says dear anr good show i felt a touch of kapoor and sanjin cake as well i think movies like these needn't be evaluated on the global scale of excellence it's good to acknowledge a giant leap in quality coming from a certain background just like the first movie made by a black guy in usa during the 1960s i think context matters also i think he's talking about my comment of pakistani mm. cinema being dreadful Also please note that they included Sindhi and Balochi in the movie which was refreshing given that most Paki movies are dominated by Punjabi culture but I think Paki is a, a, a racist term I wouldn't use it if I were you I think Pakistani is more hey Paki go home I, 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 
I don't think it's a polite. But when Indians say we aren't big, because we are as brown as them, no? No, we are the, the most racist of the lot. <laughs> Can you imagine in a Hollywood film if there's a Japanese tourist and the hero called him Haka Noodle, like sushi? We say Japanese that way. We are clever in our racism. Yeah. Then the climax scene was beautifully picturized with single shot and camera moving through the room, capturing four different characters. It would be nice of you to acknowledge such mature technical work besides just focusing on the literature. Well, actually, I didn't watch it, and Rajshree is not, you know, understand technical work that much. She's born, so she only understands like Big Bang Theory and literature, which they think is literature. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Then this is an interesting take, Rajshree. I want to know what you think what? about Vivek's Twitter post. He's talking about Vivek. Um, Oberoi. Yes, I didn't find it funny, but I didn't think it was offensive either. If he had the same guy with three women, would that be more offensive? I think society makes an issue with everything. Everyone else is. forwarding the same meme but when celebrity does it people lose their mind i'm sure vivek felt it was a sporting thing to do in his mind because it was a part of his painful past that he can laugh about now people should just chill for the record i'm not a fan of vivek but got to call out over sensitivity in society so uh, if the so pic- he ends with saying did you guys notice cake was edited by arti bajaj ex wife of frequent collaborator of anurag kashyap And frequent collaborator. Now we, now we have noticed. Thank you, Bharat. But speaking of Vivek Oberoi, mm. if the picture had been of him mm. with three different women, mm. that might have been funny. But if it was of someone else, a Salman Khan with three different, you crack a joke on yourself. You don't crack a joke on someone else, and you definitely don't in. This case, he seems to have a very big chip on his shoulder about Ashwarya Rai, and maybe with good reason. But this simply wasn't funny. It was just in poor taste. Bharat, I will give you a different reason that I think that uh, would not be offensive. Uh, and there's a very good stand-up piece on this by a black comedian, hmm. where he's asked that why is it okay for blacks to make jokes on whites, but whites cannot make jokes on blacks. Hmm. So he says, for that you're going to have to travel back in time. Make sure that blacks colonize the whites, hmm. make us work for slaves for hundreds of years, make us at the, you know, make sorry the whites the slaves for a hmm. few hundred years, make sure that they are subjected to racism for decades and centuries, and then you can make a joke. So you always punch up. Similarly, in our society, if a guy is seen, you know, being promiscuous, it is like a sign of machismo and yeah. cool and virility. But if a woman is shown promiscuous, She's judged badly. I think that is the ether in which the joke swims. So the ether the joke swims in is against women, loaded against women, because it judges their promiscuity harshly, but it does not judge a man's promiscuity harshly. And in that context, uh, yeah, uh, you can make a joke on a man, and it's fine. But if you make the same joke on a woman, it's not fine because society doesn't look at it the same way. And finally, this. Two quick emails. Hmm. This is from Kritika. Hi, you two. The movie Cake shows up among other things the deep class divisions of Pakistani society and how the Pakistani elite can get away with almost anything if they cough up enough money. It sounds like India, Rajshri Sen. <laughs> Not to mention the filmmaker's lens was pretty elitist too, given that they created nuanced, wealthy female characters and an oversimplified poor male character who also happens to belong to a minority community. Your movie review was a Wikipedia summary, says Kritika. <gasps> चलो 
Hi Anil team, been a subscriber for a few years now. I love your work. There is no such thing as Pakistani food. Rajji <laughs> said, everyone is raining on your parade today. Yes, there are a few dishes like chapli kebab, which is found in Pak restaurants you. and not in India, but it's really just an inferior form of a galotti ah. or any minced red meat kebab that is cooked on a tawa and not on a seek. I have visited Lahore for a cricket match. Sekri rant on cricket starts in one, two, three. No, sorry, it's over. I've already done my rant and tried a lot of food there. I did like it, but it's nothing really superior or distinctive from what we get in India. Maybe in other states of Pakistan, which border Afghanistan, the food might be more distinctive. In Pakistan, Punjab, at least the food is just a mishmash and a subset of whatever we get here. And Muslim areas like Old Delhi or Old Lucknow and Hyderabad. I have no doubt that barring a few exceptional restaurants in Pakistan, all the dishes are easily available in India and far better quality. <laughs> yeah, actually, right, Prakash. Even I have been to Pakistan, and I was, I was like, dude, yes, sir. So I can get in Colonel Kebabs. What rubbish! Y'all haven't been to the right parts of Pakistan. Well, You've not not even been to the wrong parts. So what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a different matter. <laughs> you don't get a visa nowadays. I've been told. I've been wanting to go. So go, but if you go, get me back khussas because the one thing that they make better than India is not kebabs, it's juttis. It's just the most fantastic footwear. So when anyway, when Mr. Modi sends me with the other people he dislikes to Pakistan, they'll give us a visa, na? How are I they sending know. us to Pakistan? I don't know. So if I'm getting a visa in the form of a chapli kebab. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we'll end with Salman Khan and his controversy. For those of you who don't know, who obviously are not as well versed on pop culture as the two young millennial hosts yes. of this great show, जो pop culture की हर चीज़ के बारे में वाकिफ हैं, हम हर pop culture की छोटी मोटी डेवलपमेंट पर नज़र रखते हैं. Salman Khan, superstar Salman Khan. Please introduce who he is. Apparently, this film of his that's coming out, Bharat, was supposed to be starring Priyanka yeah, Chopra. Yeah, yeah, that was known. Of course, I knew it. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> apparently not. You just found out when you saw this thing that she was supposed. You knew before. Yes, Abhinav. Yes, so clever. There was a statement made and all okay. because she Very was good. supposed. Congratulations, to, uh, you get ten on ten. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so now that the film is being released, he apparently gave some interview hmm. where he said that Priyanka chose USA over Bharat in the nick of time. Smart, eh? Wordplay. Uska wordplay acha hai. I've always felt this about Sarman. That he's a secret Bengali. He's actually day. Yeah. He, he's, oh, he's actually he's a wordsmith. Yeah, huh. he should he should have been a Bengali author. His actual name is Shodip To. Shodip To Khan. His name is actually Sh- Shodip To Shen. <laughs> he's just Salman Khan or Bai Vivek. I don't you carry on with your commentary on so Salman Khan. So then he took that dig and said he she you know chose next. So a lady called Sona Mahapatra. She's a singer. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> Because Priyanka name. Chopra has better things to do in life, real men to hang out with, and more importantly, girls to inspire with her journey. A showcase and a poster child of toxic masculinity. Low brow digit. Not only a woman who was not in the room, but a disgusting disregard and contempt for the women and colleagues sitting next to him in the same room. Unless he call out such serial bad behavior, nothing changes. Hashtag India. So that was a controversy. What do you think, Rajshree Sen? So one, I feel poor Katrina Kaif. Every time she goes to give an interview, this has happened before to her. Also, I saw a Ranbir Kapoor interview with her, where she is carrying on trying to talk, and Ranbir Kapoor is trying to answer her question for her, hmm. and she keeps her composure. She doesn't seem to flip out ever, which is a good thing. She like she calmed it till she had told Ranbir Kapoor, "Why don't you answer the question? Since you know the answer." She said, "Yeah." She said, "Why don't you say?" And she leans back in the chair. So he, of course, had the grace to realize what he was doing. Salman Khan <laughs> is a different ball game altogether. So again, she was being very polite, and she was 
she was l- trying to laugh it off and say okay there's shut no up. need to say yeah mm. basically say shut up but in a polite way he i don't think meant it disrespectfully i think he's an idiot who doesn't know what he says is disrespectful i don't even think it was disrespectful i felt it was very unnecessary what he said in a way was correct that a lot of it's impressive that she chose to get mad like she chose a life over a, a film most people would choose the you're going to say i am something nasty i'm not going to say rajesh and aap mujhse aise pooch rahi hain jaise mujhe jhand pata hai iske bare mein maine ek tweet dekhi aaj maine kaha isko include kar lete hain pop culture mein kyunki salman khan aur priyanka ka naam hai and then we tag salman khan in the thing you're asking me things that layers and layers i have no fucking clue and i have no view and i don't give a shit you have no view on this You've read out Sonam Mahapatra ट्रेवलिंग So we will be taking a week's hiatus, कहते हैं ना? A two-week hiatus we are taking. अच्छा, you are out for that week after that also. So you two are week. out for the week. I am the week. That. Yeah, sorry, we are both out. Okay. Yeah. So I am going. I am going on a conference on work. She is of course going to. No, no, I am also going on work. Oh, we are both going on work. Okay, good. And then for a conference, double double work. So we'll be back in two weeks. Hopefully, we would have watched Bharat by then. We would have watched uh, Quentin Tarantino's film. No, we would not be released. No, Quentin Tarantino's we won't. So, if you have any other ideas, write in at contact at newslawney dot com with your suggestions and critique and what else you'd like to in- us to include. If you have any abuse to leave, you can leave it on Rajshree's Twitter timeline. If you have something nice to say briefly, you can leave it on my Twitter timeline. Uh, you can subscribe at newslawney.com on the top right-hand corner on the subscription button, so that Newslawney can do bigger and better things. On that note, Rashi Sen, if you have anything to add, please do. No, I have nothing to add for once. Thank you, Mr. Sekri. Thank you, Ms. Sen. And it's a wrap. All the Newslawney podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to Newslawney. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.